Hey, all you deplorable listeners. We want to thank you for sticking with us on season one of the Wretched Podcast. It means a lot that you listen to our content, even though the episodes come out sporadically and without much notice. Season two is here, and we promise to post episodes more regularly, and we have some great stories for your wretched little hearts this season. We also need to thank all of our awesome Patreon members. They have helped us make this a real podcast and something we are proud of. So thank you. Romy, Milan, Nicole, Miles, Daniela, Nordia, Nikita, Ramon, and Zoe. And welcome to Wretched. Luke, Levi, welcome the hell back, boys. Woo, season Hello. two. <laughs> How have you been? We're good. I'm good. Yeah, you know, bit of surgery, bit of COVID, bit of holidays, bit of work. Normal stuff. Normal stuff. Normal stuff. But through it all and, and ready to get into some mysteries slash paranormal dingus slash whatever you've got for us for season two. Well, I've got lots of good stuff. How are you, mm. Levi? I'm good. I've acquired a cat since we've last spoken. <laughs> Ooh, now what? a proud father of a cat. What kind of cat? Uh-uh, no. I don't know. <laughs> Orange. It's a fluffy cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a Maine Coon, but she's not the size of a Maine Coon. Uh, okay. 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 Which right. is useful in my tiny little yes, apartment. Yes, yeah. Yes, you don't want a Maine Coon. No, no. I have a friend who has two Maine Coons. Oh, wow. And they like bigger than my dogs they're huge they're amazing cats but they are enormous enormous and do they have the normal disposition of a cat a house lazy yeah they're 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 hunting like lions and oh god no they wish i hear they're very nice to own like they've got very nice dispositions they do yeah you just can't pick them up you can (laughs) but it's hard (laughs) you can but you gotta lift with your legs (laughs) so as this is the first episode of season two I feel I must tell you that this season is going to be a lot more supernaturally centered. I want to get some spooks. Spooks is where it's at. Okay, okay. Spooky 2022. Spooky 2022. I like that. Luke, I like that. (laughs) Levi. Yes. Do you remember in episode one, we briefly mentioned a woman named Elizabeth Clara. I mean, how could I forget? (laughs) (laughs) A woman who claimed to have a romantic relationship with an alien. And you took issue with the fact that we were walking away from her in episode one. As I'm sure all the other viewers and listeners did too. Shall I remind you of what that sounded like? Please do. Elizabeth Clara was a South African woman who claimed to have been contacted by aliens multiple times between 1954 and 1963. Clara's first visitation would have occurred around seven years old, and she was one of the first women to claim a sexual relationship with an extraterrestrial. Yes. yes. Let's get Let's this started. <laughs> Look, Clara is not important to the story. I'm just saying. You can't drop that bombshell and then walk away from Clara. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about this. She's been boning aliens. Like, I mean, we need to I know need about details. this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So today, Levi, I'm going to tell you her story. I'm not any more mature than I was back then. I just wanted the listeners to know. I'm here for it. Okay, are you guys ready to If you were more mature, we wouldn't have invited you back. (laughs) He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Are you ready? Very ready. Okay, here we go. 
Elizabeth Clara was born on the 1st of July, 1910. She was a South African woman who, starting in 1956, publicly claimed to have been contacted by aliens multiple times between 1954 and 1963. Clara's first visitation supposedly occurred when she was just seven years old. Elizabeth sometimes alluded to an even earlier sighting at age three in 1913. Elizabeth was born at Moirefir in Natal. She was the youngest daughter of S.B. and Florence Woollett. S.B., her father, was a pioneering veterinarian surgeon who subsequently settled at Connington Farm near Rosetta in the Natal Midlands. Here he became a successful shorthorn farmer and as a dedicated polo player, introduced young people to the sport. What is a shorthorn farmer? It's like um, cows, I think. Okay. Short-horned animals. Short-horned animals. I'm pretty sure it's a cow. Okay. Yeah. Well, not certain cows. Yeah. I imagine. Some yeah. Are. Yes, like a certain cow called yeah. a shorthorn. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can call my my veterinary science friend, yeah. and we can get clarification. Can, but I feel like it won't be super relevant. Whichever, I don't think it's relevant. Whichever cows. one gives you wagyu beef, I'm here for yeah. that one. Well, that would be a wagyu. <laughs> a shorthorn wagyu. Maybe I don't know. Here, at age seven, Elizabeth and her older sister Barbara also had their first supposed UFO encounter. While feeding their sealy ham puppies outside the farmhouse, Elizabeth and her sister claimed that they witnessed a silver disc bathed in a pearly luster which swooped over them. Simultaneously, a giant orange-red and cratered planetoid was observed orbiting and rotating high in the atmosphere. The disc rushed to meet it, pacing and guiding it northwards, while the planetoid left a smoke trail in its wake. That's very descriptive, eh? Mm, quite poetic, Elizabeth and her sister are. Yes, they were also seven years old at this time. <laughs> so, I don't know how accurate their memory of that would be. Look, there are memories that I have from when I was very young that you know they're very vivid in your mind obviously memory is very like temperamental and stuff but you know sometimes yeah if you've got someone else there who's like no i remember it exactly the same yeah that corroborates it it gives it a bit more validity but um but yeah i think we should come back to a sister later as well because that's a second you know account of the same at least this one event anyway yeah we we do talk a little bit more about her but okay this is all about elizabeth Mm. Only months later, she had another sighting in the company of Ladham, their Zulu farm manager. Ladham interpreted the sightings in terms of Zulu mythology. In Zulu mythology, they reference an alien craft as a lightning bird. Elizabeth matriculated from St. Anne's Diocesan College in Peter Maritzburg and moved to Florence, Italy to study art and music. Okay. Okay. Well, Elizabeth. Yeah. Sure. Thereafter, she completed a four-year diploma in meteorology at Girton College in Cambridge and was taught by her first husband to fly a Tiger Moth light aircraft. Hmm. Wow. Basically, I think they're saying this to like give her some credibility. Who, who is they? <laughs> who, who wrote this? <laughs> well, Wikipedia. I mean, the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Wikipedia. Well, she's, she's, she's not an idiot. No. But it doesn't dispel her imagination from seven years old. We've got, we've got to say, right? 
Uh, but, but actually just reinforces it, I guess, that she's intelligent. Yes. Because yeah. intelligent people are creative as kids and beyond. Can be, yeah. yeah. I mean, she can fly a plane and she's a meteorologist and what else is she? I mean, so, she no, fucks no, aliens. She... <laughs> <laughs> she's superior. So she's doing something right, yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys are using your notebooks. <laughs> yeah, Michelle, Michelle up the production game for season two. We now have notebooks, so we don't have to keep asking her, what, what, when did this happen again? What was, what was that person's name? What's the story about? Yeah, what are we talking about? During a 1937 flight from Durban to Baraguanath. <laughs> so something's happened, Jane. <laughs> no, a lot of this is the same, guys. A lot of this is going to be the same. I'm not going to be able to pronounce a lot of things. That's okay. That's just me. Accept yeah. me for who I am. Always. Oh, we do. What's that word again? <laughs> Give it to us. During a 1937 flight from Durban to Baraguanat in a Leopard Moth aircraft, she and her husband reportedly saw a saucer that approached, coasted alongside them, and then darted away from them. She and her husband saw this. Yes, Did correct. Did her husband also see this now? Yes, and he mm. would attest to that. Okay. Mm-hmm. When is she boning the aliens? <laughs> like, where Where are we? I'm introducing we in her character. <laughs> okay. Chill, bro. She also believed in telepathic powers and tried to enhance these abilities since her youth. How did cool. you do that? Jean Grey over here. Massage <laughs> her temples and <laughs> no. shut her eyes real hard. Okay. Exactly. In 1954, her sister May, then resident of the farm Whiteleaf in the Natal Midlands, she spoke to her sister about the fact that the native Zulu people were reporting appearances of the lightning bird in the sky. In response, Elizabeth and her children travelled from Johannesburg to the farm and she took a trip to a place called Flying Saucer Hill the following day. Hmm. Wonder, wonder why it was given that name. I mean, I mean, that's contrived as fuck, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have, you know, they didn't come up with fancy names back yeah, in the day. No. There she claimed to have seen the starship descent. It hovered three meters above the ground while only emitting a soft hum. Its hull spinning though its central dome remained stationary. Clara claimed to see a man, a spaceman through one of the ship's three portholes. Later, this spaceman would identify himself with the name Akon. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you covering your mouth, Levi? Out of all the names. He, he came down to earth because he was <laughs> so lonely. Mr. <laughs> lonely. <laughs> so, oh, okay, my then. God. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I knew you guys would find that. <laughs> That's Akon. Yeah. It's Akon. <laughs> I knew he was an alien. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Elizabeth felt an urge to go to him. because we know what's gonna happen (laughs) felt an urge she did but a barrier of heat that emanated from the ship prevented her from approaching and in an instant a scout ship departed again and akon was gone yeah he's so hot and cold (laughs) (laughs) so 
Is she gonna bone a god? <laughs> we'll get to it. Smack that all on the floor. <laughs> smack that <laughs> so cool. Yes, exactly. Oh my god. Please continue. Okay. You must. I must. Con- I must, must continue. Some eighteen months later, she visited the hilltop again. After further reports of the lightning bird, on this occasion, on the seventh of April, nineteen fifty-six. Akon took her aboard his scout ship. Ooh. A craft some 18 meters in diameter. Okay. Netflix and chill. <laughs> that's, that's 18 meters. That's. Yeah, it's big enough. It's big enough. Who yeah. measured this, by the way? Well, it's. Uh, so a lot, of this, a lot of this information comes from her book. Yeah. Called? Well, I'll tell you later. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you later. My night with Acorn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Inside, she met a second pilot, stocky and darker skinned than Acorn, who was supposedly a botanist as well as an astrophysicist. She was allegedly shown a lens that offered views through the craft's floor. With only a hum emanating from below and no sense of movement, they were transported to the enormous cigar shaped mothership. The mothership's interior resembled that of a garden with grass and waterfalls lining the floor and walls. Was was the mothership cigar shaped? Yes. Or something else shaped? Mm, just phallic. In <laughs> just phallic. Phallic yeah. in general. But let's be honest, all alien ships are a little bit phallic in general. Mm. Oh really? I don't know about that. I one. don't know about that one. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever I've seen, seen a pill shaped, shaped like a saucer. Day. Yeah. Well, did you see? Um, did you see Jeff Bezos rocket? Oh, that's yeah. a big winky. <laughs> that's just a big old willy. <laughs> and and on the inside there was waterfalls and. It was basically like a garden. Very fantasy like. Well, very. Um, Adam I mean, and Eve. Environmentalists would love it, I guess. Mm. Mm. Or where you'd want to get boned. An alien. Mm. Well, they don't. Unfortunately, Levi, they don't bone on the ship. Oh, oh. they bone on Earth. Okay, but we'll get there. Okay. So he, we're he close. had to make sure she was comfortable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Home planet. Like. Very, very, very chivalrous. Yeah. Yeah. After meeting its inhabitants, she was returned to the hilltop. During the encounter, kisses were exchanged, and Akon revealed to Elizabeth that she was in fact a reincarnated Venusian. And his long lost soulmate. Of course, you believe that. Convenient, yeah. <laughs> well, guys, guys will say anything. I'm glad they're bone on Earth because that walk of shame from another planet. <laughs> <laughs> but much, eh? That's a lot. High heels in her hand. That's a lot. He also explained that they occasionally took Earth women as partners as the offspring strengthened their race with an infusion of new blood. He also claimed a number of Venusians were surreptitiously living among human beings. We knew this. I think I know a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But now, I want a bit more description of Akon. I mean, she's interacting with an alien, like... What? Yeah, were they they humanoid? I can can show you a picture of what she said he looked like. Okay. Picture will be available on our Patreon. Oh my, no man. What about that is an alien? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay. He's a handsome devil. He's a handsome devil. Well, she would say that. True. True. 
No, I swear, guys, he was so hot. I swear. I swear. Yeah. Exactly. I swear, guys. I drew a picture of him. Yeah. And his ship it. was so big. <laughs> <laughs> there were waterfalls. Yeah. Oh, God, you guys, yeah. it, she, you know. She was never going to draw like the predator, you know, <laughs> like I stepped to that. <laughs> exactly. She was going to draw like an alien. He said alien. I was like his soulmate or something. I don't know. I don't it was know. just, oh. yeah. I was reincarnated was or, you know, something. And he's a white man. That's a white man. Yes. That is a white man. It's a white man. Yeah. That's what that is. And she... That's what that is. That's a white man named Akon. He like calls it like he sees it. <laughs> That's a white man named Akon. Doesn't make him an alien. Just a white man with the name Akon. <laughs> she was married doing all of this. Yes. This How did Hubby feel? Yeah. He does give a statement later on. Okay. Okay. I look forward to hearing wow. his statement. On July 17th, 1956, after their family farm was sold, Elizabeth made a subsequent visit to the area and claimed to have taken a series of seven photos of Akon's scout ship using her sister's or daughter's simple brownie box camera. Would you like to see the picture? So desperately. Please. <laughs> no idea. Please. We'd also like to see the camera. Yeah. <laughs> a brownie. I don't know what a brownie box camera is. Maybe it's like some kind of a. Okay, before camera. I show you the picture, let me just read some more. Okay. Edgar Sievers, a UFOlogist from Pretoria, stated that her family saw her leave the homestead alone and suggested that the frail Elizabeth would have found it difficult to throw a car hubcap and photograph it at the same time. He also stated that no make of hubcap had been illustrated to sufficiently resemble the disc in the photo. Okay, what am I does, looking at? That does look like a hubcap though. It does. Also, I love how UFOlogist is spelt because it's like, one would think it'd be UFOlogist, but yes. they've just smashed, smashed it together. It together. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, that's all I would say too. Like, okay. <laughs> sure, sure, girl. Sure. Like, looks good. <laughs> look, I mean, I'm sure hubcaps in 1956, or yeah, yeah, 56, yeah. I'm sure hubcaps in 1956 were pretty damn heavy. But yes, I'm also sure she could have grabbed someone and been like, "Hey, chuck this thing, and I'm gonna snap a picture of it." But like, I don't know. It, it. I don't think she's just making up lies, you know. No, see, that's the I, thing. If if I'm not believing that she's seeing aliens, it's more because I think she's deluded. The visits by Akon culminated in a day-long rendezvous with Elizabeth on the high plateau of Cathkin Peak. Oh. <laughs> What a spot. <laughs> <laughs> Where he supposedly presented her with a silver ring which enhanced their telepathic connection. Their love was consummated and a child was conceived. What? Okay. And she's okay. married doing all of this. Okay. Yes. Uh... To her second husband, I think. <laughs> so, so, a couple obvious questions. Mm -hmm. Child conceived. Mm-hmm. She falls pregnant mm. and has a normal pregnancy term and a normal childbirth. We'll get to the childbirth. Okay. <laughs> she birthed like a ray of light or something. Is she, is she going <laughs> to describe her encounter? No. What? 
Oh, Levi, you were, oh. <laughs> that's the whole reason you're excited. What must I tell you? That's what we were here. That's what we are here for. Levi, he's a white man. They had sex like white people <laughs> ah, do. All oh, right, right, right. This <laughs> 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 <It> was missionary. <laughs> missionary, missionary with the lights off yeah. for the purpose of procreation. <laughs> exactly. No kissing. <laughs> <laughs> they kissed before. They kissed before. Now there's no kissing. There was a sheet between them. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, but she did. Uh, she did s- describe something. Would you like to hear it? Yes, please. This is a quote from. How big? It's <laughs> <laughs> a quote from 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 Clara. Okay. I'm assuming all of these are quotes from Clara. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. This all, com- this all comes from her book, like yeah. okay. mostly. But this is a, a direct quote. Okay. I surrendered in ecstasy to the magic of his love making our bodies merging in magnetic union as the divine essence of our spirits became one. Oh, wow. That's sappy for any planet, Clara. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, well, she was a very in tune person. She was like that. That's the kind of person she was. She was having an affair. Yeah, but... Everyone knew about it. it. And she was... (laughs) (laughs) But she was also honest about it. Well, as long as you're honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, look, I don't know. I feel like if it's an affair with an alien, there's, there's maybe different sets of rules. Yeah. If, you know, if my girlfriend came up to me and she said, hey, by the way, I had sex with an alien, I, I don't know that my first feeling would be jealousy. Confusion might be on the high go on the list. through a couple other emotions and questions before I, I started I'd feeling... I'd bath in like, She just fucked an alien. Like... Wash her ass, scrub her down, I'd maybe take her to a psychologist, just I'd quick, maybe, quick. I'd maybe take her to... I'd just to be checked I'd out. I'd first wash her. Okay, wash first and then psychologist. Yeah. Are we agreed on that? Yes, wash yeah. her. That's, that's a fair order of <laughs> okay. events, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> After a terrestrial pregnancy, she and her MG car were transported in 1959 to Akon's home planet, Miton. Supposedly orbiting... Prox- Sounds like a cuck dating app. <laughs> Meet on. Meet on. That's so we, oh, we just come up with an app That's idea. The first alien dating app. Yes. That's gonna land. It's gonna be called it's Meet happening. On. We're doing this, Luke. We're doing it. I don't know app development. What are you talking about? Luke, it's all about confidence. <laughs> Supposedly orbiting Proxima Centauri and in the nearby multiple star system Alpha Centauri. There, she delivered a son, who mm-hmm. was given the name ailing he stayed behind on meton to be educated while elizabeth reluctantly came home meton's planetary vibrations supposedly affected her heart and she was consequently not permitted to return there what luke (laughs) what (laughs) so hold on just run that sentence by me again meton's planetary vibrations Mm. supposedly affected her heart okay Okay, I heard that wrong. I thought that something about her being there was affecting him. And I was um, like, this is an elaborate pump and dump. This yeah. is... A, <laughs> this is... Wow, yeah. Your... No. So she does effectively do the walk of shame. Somehow. Basically, without her child without. as well. How long is she on this planet for? I'll get there. You're asking the right questions, Zoli, but I'm happy. Yeah. 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 Good. Meton's planetary vibrations supposedly affected her heart, and she was consequently not permitted to return there. 
instead receiving follow-up visits from ACON and Ailing. The whole trip, delivery and return trip, supposedly required less than four months, equating to a nine-year stay on Meton, however. Okay. So on Earth, it took nine, four months, but on Meton, she was there for nine years. Sure, I, I saw, you know, I saw Interstellar. That, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that checks out. Makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Okay, what were you going to ask? He switched positions and was like, this little maneuver is going to cost us yeah, <laughs> yeah. This cost 50 us. years or whatever that meme is. Um, <clears throat> no, planetary vibrations affecting her heart and then she was therefore not permitted to stay. That's interesting because that shows that even on other planets, they have universal health care. <laughs> right? Their, you know, even, even, even if they are, and in this case, the word truly is alien. Alien. <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's interesting that she went once and then she was not allowed to return. So she couldn't go back with the camera. Exactly. Whatever. She couldn't take any okay. evidence. Although she did have some evidence. How we'll would she there. return? Akon, Akon would, would take swing, her. Swing by, yeah, yeah. She but had she's children. She's saving up for her own spaceship. <laughs> yeah, she's got the <laughs> cash. Like the, Rand, like... the Rand, even back then, didn't carry very far to the meet on, I don't know. I mean, the meet on, what would it be? What do they have there? What's their currency, Levi? Yeah, what's their currency? The meet on dar. The dar. dar. <laughs> okay. I thought there would be something more exciting, but it's fine. <laughs> No, they, they've just got like the Durham there or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something you know. Yeah, they, yeah. One of the shakes is from there or something. Yeah. <laughs> so they just they just <laughs> merged currencies. They merged currencies. <laughs> there were no cities or skyscrapers, as Earth people know, anywhere on Meton. Homes were scattered in park-like grounds. There was an abundance of all things needed by civilization: food, water, and all materials for building an unlimited supply of energy on tap from the atmosphere and the universe. No shortages of any kind and no monetary system at all. We just spoke about that money thing for so long. Oh, awkward. My bad, I forgot about that. <laughs> I could have just said... How, how embarrassing. Yeah, it's so... Let's... <laughs> we don't even know. <laughs> so we don't even know. like that barter system. People, people in the comments already are like, oh, guys, Nikon doesn't even have <laughs> currency. <laughs> Obviously, they use Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Clara published a book, Beyond the Light Barrier, in 1980, about her extraterrestrial adventures. On his world lecture tour in the late 1950s, George Adamski, who's another ufologist, I remember that name, made a point of visiting South Africa and looking up Clara for a chat on their variety of experiences with the friendly wise space brothers. By that time, Clara was not the only Adamski follower to experience claimed space motherhood. After her sister and brother-in-law died, Elizabeth returned from Natal to Johannesburg, where she worked for a time in a CNA bookstore, but found city life stifling. She, hold on, she had like a degree in meteorology, right? She yeah, and music and art. Oh my god. So she worked in CNA? Yes. In the 80s? <laughs> no, in the 50s. In the 50s. Times were tough. CNA was around in the 50s. CNAs. CNAs old F. CNAs older than dirt, dude. Like CNA yeah, been around. Yeah, yeah. CNAs like older than pick and pay, isn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. From the 1950s onwards, her outlandish claims made her a darling of the press, who also loved to ridicule her. 
She welcomed any press. We would never. <laughs> <laughs> what? We're Ridicule? About that, yeah. We're so about I mean, that. What's it to judge? Yeah, there's nothing to judge here. She welcomed any press, however, as the spreading of Akon's message was paramount. A life task of extreme importance. A message of peace, love, understanding, and environmentalism. I mean, dope. Not a bad I, message. No, I back all of that. I back that. If this child comes down on a cloud as the son of Akon, this whole thing is like a Jesus oh, this is, yeah, that is so excellent. Yeah, like, that would be This very is very cool. likening to Mary yeah. Storia. But okay. In 1968, Elizabeth agreed to be interviewed by ufologist Cynthia Hyde. Oh, yeah, we remember her. Yes. And Hyde's write-up of her story appeared in Fate magazine of August that year. Ufology Kitty Smith established contact with Elizabeth after reading about her in Oatspun magazine and claimed her own sighting of Akon's ship in January 1984. When another South African, Anne Grevler, claimed alien contact in the late 1950s. Elizabeth was outspoken and issued various challenges to her to defend her statements in an open forum. Likewise, she denounced Philip Human's supposed contact through a trans medium, and this caused a rift between them. These are all just ufologists, guys, yeah. don't worry. Infighting in the ufologists. Yeah. <laughs> Not believing each other, basically. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely remembering all of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In her view, the space people would never stoop to such methods. In 1975, she was invited by Herman Oberth to attend the 11th International Congress of UFO Research Groups in Weisbaden, Germany. She delivered an address there on the 2nd of November for which she received a standing ovation. In May 1992, Smith arranged a talk by Clara at the Unidentified Flying Object Club in Pietermaritzburg. This was... <laughs> <laughs> yes, these things exist, Levi. Get with the program. There's this whole world that I don't know about. <laughs> no, oh it's God. fascinating. Shit. It's like sometimes you're driving through town and you see a building and you're like, I wonder what's in there. And then you see a sign and it's like, Center for Scientology in Cape Town. It's like, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> you guys are out here. Like, I've yeah. lit that literally happened to me when, when I first moved to Cape Town. Yeah. Because I lived near the Scientology yes, you did. building. Yeah, yeah. And, it's, like, and it's just. It's kind of just there. It just sort of blends in a bit. Yeah. yeah if you I don't, don't know, read the sign, you would never you know. You would never know, yeah. This was so popular that the crowd grew too large to cope with. Elizabeth faithfully commemorated the April 7th anniversary of her union with Akon by returning to Flying Saucer Hill. Elizabeth died of breast cancer at age 84, leaving her second book, The Gravity File, unfinished. The book filled in the gaps of her first, revealing the military and political aspects of UFO research and explaining Akon's electrogravity propulsion technology. Okay. Convenient. I'm glad it got explained. Well, it didn't because... What <laughs> <laughs> you mean you didn't pull up the, the, the scientific paper on that the journal? <laughs> no. <laughs> Before her death, she told acquaintances that Ailing, like Akon, was now an astrophysicist who was crisscrossing the universe with his father, his spacewoman Clear, and their son. Ufologist Thomas Streicher concluded that Clara's claims are generally poorly substantiated, despite some of them being corroborated by witnesses. Her sister and first husband, for instance, attested two UFO sightings, but witnesses are lacking to confirm her pregnancy, and it remains unknown whether it was ever documented. 
He speculates that she was perhaps a fantasy-prone individual who merely imagined most of her experiences. Elizabeth's son, David, in particular, has no recollection of an event, absence, or pregnancy of his mother that could tie in with her purported space adventures in 1959. Ufologist Cynthia Hind noted Elizabeth's absolute conviction that she was telling the truth, and never suspected that she was deliberately lying. Hyde suspected that an active imagination or illusions born from a dream state of euphoria were to be blamed for the improbabilities and inconsistencies inherent in her stories. Both Hind and Smith, however, alluded to sightings of Akon by members of the public, and Hind concluded, all these factors need examination, and it is time we stop casting aside such cases which, although sounding like hoaxes, are not obviously so. Neophologist Edgar Sievers, who also interviewed her family, was completely satisfied that her experiences, at least up to and including the photographs, were of a physical rather than psychic nature. That? I'll buy that. I'll buy she saw stuff in the sky when she was seven. I'll buy that, you know, she and her husband saw something flying up there when they were in that um, that moth mm -hmm. plane, whatever it was. Yeah. But again, that's a very different kind of level of evidence required to i was impregnated by an alien and flew to a planet in a different solar system not even solar system a different galaxy another star system yeah. another star system so like there's very different levels to that and i think what he's saying about like there, there was there was fantasy there yes it's just it seems very probable not just probable, it almost seems obvious that that's like what this what is, because I think, yeah. What about the behavior of everyone around her, right? Mm -hmm. So she has her stories, and this is what she says, this has happened, and this has happened. So, like, for instance, those four months. Yeah. What were the movements of the family and the husband in those four months? Well, you see, that's the thing. They claim to not even... Notice? No, no, they claim <laughs> to, to that she never left. I mean, well, this case closed. Did people, but also like people just... Four months, it's not four hours, it's four months. She claimed four months here and nine years there or yes. something? yeah, correct. So for four months she wasn't there and the husband is saying she was there. Okay, so that's pretty nut job, <laughs> Clara, okay. And the best you could come up with is an old white man as an alien. Like, which I'm very yeah, disappointed that, that in to me is the. Well, what was she exposed to, the... to in her life? That's what no, she was sure. supposed to. So she, she looked never like watched Men in Black. But yeah, like, exactly. You know, but <laughs> that's irrelevant because she had the experience, right? Yeah. And the best she could come up with was, was an like, Avia beer looking gentleman. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, even, he wasn't even like purple or something. No. You know, mm -hmm. like, nah. It's... Like, he had a mouth and a nose and two eyes. and Sure. Breathed, that, that's... breathed oxygen. and um, Okay, there's still know. more. Did you want to hear it? Yeah. But, but the husband claims yes. that she was there all that time she was sleeping in the bed next to him all that time yes so maybe she was just like astral projecting out to this yeah planet. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> ufologist philip human initially heaped praise on elizabeth but later changed his stance <laughs> of course he did <laughs> <laughs> i do not believe one word of her supposed contacts and it was a standing joke the way she helped to photograph an ordinary motor car hubcap. So much for her photographs. That was before she added additional material to tell of her pregnancy caused by her Venusian lover. 
I pray that this book will never be published. To this, Edith Nicholson replied, Don't be afraid. We shall never publish the story of her Venusian lover. But I would like to reprint the booklet about her contacts. I do believe that she had had some sort of contact. There was supposed hard evidence presented by Elizabeth, including her set of 1956 photographs, the ring she received from Akon, a space rock or crystal, and a fern from Meton. Her supportive husband, Aubrey, remained unperturbed by his wife's love for Akon, reportedly saying, that's all right with me, as long as he stays in space where he belongs. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most, like, 50s husband oh, talking about, like, yes, dear, that sounds nice. Okay, sure. The man's like, down the road in Peter Marisburg. Yeah. He, that's where Akon's chilling with the oh baby. Oh, God, that's funny. Yeah. But, but, I mean... That's the end, guys. I So, I think it's, I I think it's also funny that, like, the ever through all the stuff that she experienced, through all the knowledge of magnetic propulsion systems and, and getting traveled to other stars and all this stuff, what she has for evidence is some photos of like a hubcap in the sky, maybe. <laughs> she has a fern, <laughs> odd looking fern, probably, probably, a fern. She's got a rock, which, you know, take it to, she. Take it to someone. Take it to a geologist. Be like, hey, have you ever seen this? Like, that's that's pretty easy to figure out. And and if it's something that exists on this planet, it doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist on other planets. Yeah. Sure. But it's a rock, a fern, some sketchy photos. And what was the fourth thing? The ring. The ring. Okay. A silver ring. Yeah. This is all shit. <laughs> it definitely can be... <laughs> procured in, in the KZN area generally. Um, yes. I would say most parts of the world. Not not a single um, formula, not no. a single... Well, it would have been released in her book. Piece of DNA, time. like from up inside of her maybe. Like not a single, like like, Look, no, like nothing, not a, not a lock of her child's hair. Not, I a, am, not a... I'm on your side, dude. <laughs> I get Stop it. Fighting you, Michelle. Stop fighting <laughs> I'm not fighting you. I also cannot believe a lot of this. And as somebody who is invested in mm. learning more about the human psyche and like mm, how mm. brains work and how emotions work and how mental illness works, a lot of this, she could have seen an alien ship when she was a kid. Totally. And sure. when you're a kid, your mind is so easily mm. influenced by things. So the fact that she was obviously extremely intelligent. And she had this experience when she was a child, could give her this sense of, you know, she's experiencing things throughout her life, even though they are imaginary. Like if I compare this to the the you know our episode one, mm-hmm. Zim Invaders. Yes, big difference. Massive difference because there we were talking about a single event witnessed yes. by sixty plus sixty plus people, children, children granted, but, but people, but people who all corroborated each all other's corrobor- story all, all had the same story it wasn't some elaborate it didn't really really didn't seem to be any sort of elaborate prank, prank that or they were playing. They, yeah you know so whether it was alien life or not is, is sort of the question that we can't answer but yeah the fact that something was seen and that something happened is is definitely for sure like that's yeah. guaranteed whereas this it's like well 
who knows? Yeah, it's you, story. and at times, like, one other person, but it's, like, different every time. It's, like, it's just whack. It is a bit whack. Yeah. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you guys are debating this. Listen, this shit is not true. <laughs> I do think she did come into contact with something strange. Whether it was an alien or not, that is up for debate. When you say come into contact, do you mean sighting or like actual? So, think about this, okay? Mm. Humans are very good at lying to other humans and making vulnerable people sure. think things that they want to think. This, this, this is something I can far more get on board with, that there's some guy conning her or some, yes. something. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. Some, okay, but God, her, she, you'd have to be really vulnerable to Yeah, but she was. Shit. She was very vocal about her experiences with UFOs from a young age. Mm. People would have known about this. So this oak walked up to her. <laughs> no, 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 no. First, he goes by Flying Saucer Hill. Right? Yeah. And he's got a pile of hubcaps. <laughs> he sees her take out the camera and he... Wow! Yeah, he throws And then up. all the claims from that ufologist who's saying, no, she couldn't have held the cup cap and then it's true. Body. That's true. You know, but I mean, she, she never had a baby. No, but no, she there's no kids. medical evidence. She, she had no, no, normal from, kids. from this guy. Yes. She had children from her. No, look, there are obviously parents. like, there's so much like, yeah. like inconsistencies here. But all I'm saying is that people have ripped people off for less. Yeah. People have, the watcher, yeah, Somebody yeah, just yeah. did that for fun. Yeah. And that happened. I mean, And that, that really happened. Yeah. And it sounded like a movie. Yeah. Yeah, but that... It's, it's still on Earth, guys. All I'm saying <laughs> is that there are people in this world, and back then too, mm. that would do something to somebody who's vulnerable just for kicks. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. but now he... Okay, let's buy into the story that okay. people can do this to other people. But now he obviously didn't take her to another planet, mm -mm. and she she obviously didn't have a baby in this other planet. No, but but if so it's, if, if she's he... telling the story from her point of view, saying that this happened to well, her. Well, maybe whether she got conned to the point of a sexual encounter, the whole planetary situation and other solar that if, just dispels everything. If he took her halfway there, this this con man, and then she filled in all the further stuff with her own imagination well, and exaggerating. Remember back then, what was really big. LSD. True. LSD was very big back in those days. So imagine being on this mental trip that you're on normally, and someone slips you some LSD yeah. and takes you on a ride. Maybe you imagine four months on these on. I don't know, man. Some of those places in KZN are pretty, pretty <laughs> alien, you know. Ex you know what I'm saying? Yeah, she, no, no, I, so, I'll believe that much more than I believe that this is alien. I don't believe know. that the Akon character mm. exists. Sure. I don't believe that yeah. at all. Probably not. I don't believe that Akon, and, and I don't believe there was any man that bamboozled. She's a nut job. She been a nut job. She's very well-traveled, very imaginative, very creative. She's bored in the town. This is a girl who studied in Italy. Yeah. Went to Cambridge. Yeah. Sure, yeah. She could fly a plane. Then she could marry this dull ass. Yeah. Even though they didn't notice she was gone for four months. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Main man, life, I mean, yeah. when life is dull, that's when you get your most creative. Yeah. You know? 
So she's sitting in KwaZulu Natal or whatever it was called back then. The best she could come up with was Akon looking at that's how stifled she was. I'm <laughs> you know? not disagreeing with you. So she's very great and kudos to her for taking it as far. She, I mean, she did talks and, and fooling a she lot got of people. standing ovations. Yeah. You know? She, she all she had to do was disclaimer this is a fictional book that would have sold. It would have been again, a bestseller. I, but I don't know if this <laughs> I, again, I don't know if you you convince yourself of stories that yeah. you tell. You know, Absolutely. Like, you you ever tell a story about something that happened in your life and you exaggerate it all the time? You, you know that about and me. Then, and then you exaggerate it a bit more the yeah. next time, and then the next time, and then after like five years of telling the story, to 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 go back to yourself and and remember which of the details were actually true and which were mm -hmm. good for the storytelling that have just become so part of it. You you can't separate them necessarily, you know, and I think that. It's not that you are lying maliciously. It's not even anything like that. You 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 teach yourself like a new truth with yes. how this thing happened to you. And I Fair, think that, of course, I think that there's like coming up big, with an alien. She wasn't running a con here. She wasn't no. like no, she wasn't join she join my club and I'll tell you more. She wasn't like no. you know. She wasn't called leader. Sub my Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't like you know. Yeah. Swindling no, but she people. was looking she for was, attention. She was emotionally taxing people she was sure. psychologically or intellectually taxing people i guess that's I all guess, you could do yeah. back then so she was looking for attention because she was stifled in the sure, towel yeah. that dumb ass husband it's his fault <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of wretched if you enjoy listening to us talk about weird shit and you would like to help us to keep doing that please find us on patreon and get involved in bonus content for as little as five dollars a month if you have a story you would like us to take a look at, please email us at wretchedpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you never miss an episode. Wretched is produced and hosted by me, Michelle Mel, co-hosted by Luke Houston and Levi Brown.